Hey guys, we're back with a new episode of According To, the podcast made to teach rising entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself how to navigate your way through the marketing industry. From public relations to digital advertising, we're going to cover it all. Whether you're a life coach, fashion designer, musician, realtor, or influencer, you're sure to pick up bits of actionable advice from renowned industry professionals when you tune in for According To. You're in for a special edition of According To. In a three-part episode, we'll be hearing from digital marketing expert Abu Fafana. Abu is a nationally recognized speaker and entrepreneur who helps business owners find the right strategies in order to grow a thriving business in the digital online market. Enjoy episode three of three featuring Abu. And so do you think that web design or kind of how people have like their websites or any type of mobile design um, affects those things? And if so, are there certain things that they should take into consideration when designing them if they're like doing it by themselves on Squarespace or Wix or whatever other kind of um, build a site you can get on? I think the benefit of living in 2021 now is that, you know, there's a lot of platforms that it's sort of out of the box function. So if you think about Squarespace, Literally, it's out of the box Shopify, out of the box. So they provide these free themes. I think people don't have to complicate it okay. and overcomplicate these things where they're trying to invest in a $30,000 website and they're just starting, they're just launching. You don't need to overcomplicate it. You could use these businesses, the Squarespace, Shopify, to start building your content. And as you're building your content on these platforms, understand that. Website speed matters. Is my website loading slow? Is it fast? How are people navigating through the website? How many tabs are you having them go through in order to get to what they want, right? Is it user-friendly? So is it mobile compatible? 90% of website traffic is on mobile. But if you're building your website on desktop and you're not even checking if it's mobile compatible, and now you're sending people and your, your customers are going through it, your website's loading slow, there's no easy way for them to find content and move around, then all these things contribute to poor performance if your customer is just not engaging with your brand. So as you're just starting out, these are the small things that make big impact that you should focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like website design and that mobile um, aspect is something that a lot of people overlook because it looks beautiful on my laptop and then I get on my phone and it's like, why is this at the bottom of the yeah. But I feel like every time I talk to you, I learn so many things like instantly. Um, Your career is currently spent teaching people um, so many things. So what drives you within your business? And do you ever feel like you get fatigued within this industry? Because I feel like you spend a lot of time on social in front of a camera, face to face. Well, not face to face anymore, but before a lot of events. So how do you manage that and kind of what keeps you going? It's it's. It has its ups and downs for sure, right? It has its ups and downs. And I think that um, it's, I'm always learning. I'm always learning whenever I have conversations with people, like the other day we were talking, I was like, oh, what are you using for your Gmail? You know, so I'm always learning how to be more effective and efficient. But I think for me, when you're a solopreneur at first and you're just operating by yourself, you're sort of trying to make things as simple as possible. You know, you, you, what the objective is at that point is, okay, I'm going to have a to-do list, right? Or I'm going to move it on a project management tool once I start having a team and hiring the first person. And so with me, it's systems that help me out, processes 
Because if I can do it once and I need to train that other person, I'm going to take the time to train them so they could do it. And so there's systems that operate, there's process. And as you begin to grow a team, you start hiring people that could help you in those areas that you're weak in. So it is a challenge. Like this past week has been a hard week. It took a lot of time. So I think this idea of people that are coming into this digital space that they could just automate things and never have to touch their business is inaccurate. It's inaccurate. I'm the king of automation and I'm still working in the business. So there's a certain level of automation that you can make in your business. And depending on how your business is going to grow, you have to then roll up your sleeve and get back into the day-to-day of different operations. And so whether you're a solopreneur, understand that, and it's just you, you have to start developing a schedule, especially if you aren't working a nine to five. If you work in a nine to five, you know you have five to nine after work to, to get the thing done. If you're not working a nine to five, you should have a set schedule as if you were going into your nine to five, right? Because this is the thing that you need to spend time in in order for it to grow. You know, the second thing is, you know, what are sort of the systems that you're using in your business? Are you using a Gmail? Do you own your domain, right? Um, Are you using a project management tool if you do have team members uh, like Asana or Trello or, you know, and a lot of these start out as free tools that you could use. And so... For me, where I am today, the businesses that I'm managing, the people that I'm managing, I think a lot of it has to do with the systems and processes that I've been able to put in place in order to allow me to operate at this level. It's hard running, you know, an eight-figure business, (laughs) and it's hard. It's hard doing that. And I always thought I wanted it, and now that I, I am here, I'm like, man, this is a lot of work. This doesn't get easier because you have to then hire the right people. And you know how hard, how difficult it is to hire the right people. That, that is going to be the biggest challenge for every entrepreneur. We, we don't get it right the first, the second, the third, the fourth. You know, it takes time to hire the right people. It takes time to define the right processes. And it takes time to put the right systems in place in order for you to really begin to grow your business and, and scale. So me. I couldn't do none of this without the team that I have um, and also without the mentorship and uh, learning and education. I'm always investing in myself and understand, well, how are other people doing it? How can I do it better? So I wouldn't be where I am without these other pillars that I've sort of uh, have in place. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I think that definitely you just mentioned mentorship. That is a huge thing. My mentor helps me so much. I get inside my own head. So having someone I can kind of speak to that has more insight, I can kind of just look at stuff from like the outside looking in definitely saves me when it comes to um, just keeping the business together and moving it forward. So you did speak a lot about systems and processes. So what are some resources that you would suggest to our audience to kind of begin to either um, help them further develop their business or to gain a better understanding about digital marketing? So I would say in in terms of, um, so it's, it's always tough because I always try to boil it up into the question of where am I trying to go? If you just want to sell to your neighbors and the people on your street, then you don't have to do anything. You know, keep doing what you're doing. But if you're trying to grow, you're going to be stretching yourself and it's going to be uncomfortable. Some of the things I'm going to recommend that you do. 
And the first thing is invest in yourself. And I know it's so counterintuitive where you're like, well, this is the only budget that I have, but I'm telling you, I remember my mentor told me, you can only grow as much as you know. So there was a lot of things I did not know. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, well, I need to go learn from this person because that's where I'm trying to be. That's where I'm trying to go. So I need to invest in it to really understand how can I shorten the gap? And, and that's literally entrepreneurship. How can you continue to shorten the, the learning gaps every step of the way? When I started, I started through YouTube and Google University. I literally would spend a lot of hours going through, okay, digital marketing, how to run paid ads, you know, um, and just getting as much information as possible that I can. Free information helps you develop questions and gives you a sense of direction, but it's not always the solution. Now, there are people that are self-taught. They can teach themselves things, but majority of people have to go through things and understand how did someone do this step-by-step step in order to have success. So the second thing I did after the self-education was group programs. Okay, I need to learn in a group because I need to be able to bounce ideas off of other people so it's just not me anymore. I need to be able to have a study group that I can call or we're meeting up once a week to just talk ideas and strategy. Right. So, again, these were the affordable ladders free to finding people that were that looked like me, that were sort of studying the things that I was interested in. And then it was OK, now that I'm working my job, I'm, I'm saving up now that I can invest in a program or a course or in a one on one coaching or whatever that thing is in order to, to get me further. And so that was my ladder. And then the fourth thing is the experience. No matter the investments that you've made, no matter the free resources that you made, nothing beats experience. And so even with all of that, you would think as soon as I started out to have success, that's not true. You're going to have these, you're going to have to go through experience for it to really resonate. Mm -hmm. So when you leave that corporate job and you're building your business, you're like, oh, wow, I did learn this then. Right. Like it's not until you have to actually apply it, you then you it resonates with you and you pick it up a little bit differently. And so that, that's sort of the ladder. And so you, you really go through free resources. You go through finding communities that, that look like you are heading to where you're going. You then go through this investment phase and then you go through the experience phase where you actually have to go through it yourself in order to really for these things to to resonate with you. So I would really encourage anyone to. Um, no matter where you are, no matter what budget you have, you know, there's these rungs and ladders that you could start at any, any one of them. So if you don't have a big budget, start at YouTube and Google University, right? Start by learning there. Go on social media. A lot of times you'll see people teaching live. You'll see people uh, providing free resources and education through their Instagram posts. Start there. Show up. Show up to all the free events. Show up to all the free resources until you could formulate, you know, where actually am I going? And then once you do that, I think a little, you, you have more clarity um, around what sort of next steps look like for you. Because it may be investing in that person that you've been studying their free resources, right? Or it may be, you know, investing in that group program or finding um, open and free communities that you could go to as well. So I would start at Google, YouTube, University. Um, to begin with, I would start by looking at free resources. I provide a lot of free resources on my Instagram around ads. If there's anything I talk about on my Instagram is ads. I talk about one thing and one thing only. And so if you are really interested in learning more about ads, 
and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go the free resource approach, go to my Instagram, read the post. I go live often where I give game. And so I would start there. I would start there where you are. Well, yeah, I think that that's like a pretty solid roadmap for anybody that's confused about how to get going or what they should be um, kind of looking into next. So, well, that was literally all of my questions. I feel like you shared so much with us again today. Every time I sit down with you, like I said, I learned so much and it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Um, but before I kind of wrap it up, did you have anything else that you wanted to share that maybe I missed that you felt like might add to kind of our overall discussion? Yeah, so one, I, I think a lot, all the questions you asked were great questions especially when I think about them, like what, what did I wish I, I knew, right? And, and a lot of these things is what I wish I knew when I was in my college dorm trying to just figure it out myself. And I didn't really see anyone either that looked like me in the space. So I'm, you know, I was just trying to do everything myself. And so I, I think the biggest thing um, as you're, you're growing a business and as you become an entrepreneur, as you are someone with an idea that I wish I knew then was that, you know, Community is important. Mm -hmm. Encouragement is important. Your idea that you have, if you're always hearing that it's a dumb idea, it just, it's discouraging. And over time, what happens is you start believing less in yourself. Community is important because you may be the only one of your friends that are entrepreneur. You may be the only one that's running a profitable business. You may be the only one. And so what you're trying to do when you're the only one is you're trying to find people that are in the same space as you. Proximity matters. And that's the biggest thing that I've learned. I wish I knew it back then. Proximity matters. People that are headed where you're going doesn't have to be in the same industry, but headed in the direction of moving forward. It really matters in your business as you're trying to operate and run a business. So think about proximity, right? Think about, do I have people who are encouraging? Are they nourishing my ideas, right? Are they nourishing my attempts, even though if it's your eighth business attempt? Right? You still should have that encouragement because that's what's going to push you forward. And so proximity matters. Evaluate and say, you know, am I in proximity of encouragement? Am I in proximity of other people that are headed in the right in the direction that I'm going towards? Oh, yep. I love all of that. Literally. It's a community. It's a tribe. It takes a lot to kind of support these yep. businesses and get them off. And like you said, even from the simplest, just like um, hearing, encouragement, empowerment, any of those things to kind of keep you moving in the right direction. So. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of According To. If you're not already a subscriber, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Want to ask a question for a future episode of According To? Email us at pr at accessbynkc.com. This podcast was produced by Access Consulting and Co. You can follow us at IAMNKC on Instagram. See you next time.